Jesus, we know, oh God, that you have given us, each and every one of us, talents, oh God. You have given us gifts. You have given us things that you have placed in us, oh God. Lord Jesus, that is meant to change this world. That's, that is meant to shake this world. Bring people into your kingdom, oh God. That is meant to change the lives of people that we, we may not have even met yet. Lord, we just pray, oh God, that everything you have placed within us, everything you have placed within me, oh God. I pray, oh God, that it shall begin to manifest, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Lord Jesus, direct me, oh God. Direct us, oh God, to, to where we should go to, to, to use those gifts, to manifest those gifts, oh God. Lord Jesus, because the disciples were obedient to you, oh God, you, you use them even with the man at the beautiful gate, oh God. But we just pray, oh God, that anything, oh God, that's hindering us, oh God, from using that, Lord Jesus. Any talent that we may have that we don't know, oh God, Lord Jesus, reveal it to us, oh God. Open our eyes, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Enable us, oh God, to come into the fullness, oh God, of everything that you've destined for us to be, oh God. Lord Jesus, everything that you have placed for us to achieve on earth, oh God. Let us be, oh God, like the apostles who said that I have finished the race. Enable us to finish the race that we're running, oh God. Lord Jesus, every life we're meant to touch, oh God. Every skill, oh God, every ability that you've placed within us. Every spiritual gift, oh God, that you've placed within us that's meant to manifest, oh God. Lord Jesus, any fruit of the Spirit, oh God, you've placed within us that's begin to manifest, oh God. Lord Jesus, let it manifest in the name of Jesus. Let it manifest in the name of Jesus. Lord Jesus, let us use, oh God, the talents that you've given to us, oh God, and walk into the fullness of the purpose you have destined for each and every one of us, oh God. We give you the glory, give you the praise, give you the honor, oh God. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you for the manifestation that is taking place in our lives, in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, I'm going to be taking my reading from Ephesians chapter 1, verses 17 to 18. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation, so that you may know him better. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened, in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people. So my prayer point is very simple, that we know that on Friday we was anointed and one of the key things that our Father and the Lord said was that limitations have been taken away, hindrances that kept us bound has been removed and it's not a coincidence that we're entering into the month of transformation and with the month of transformation insight, revelation is, is given. So my prayer point is that Lord as we entering into this new month that let our eyes be open to see the new things that you're doing and that we'll be a participant of what you have in store for us. Let us begin to pray. Everlasting Father, my God and my King, we thank you, O Lord, my God, for the shift, Father, Lord, that has taken place in our lives, O Lord, my God. We thank you, Father, Lord, that, that the hand of you, Father, Lord, has touched us and our lives, Lord, will never remain the same again. That, Father, Lord, as we've entered, as we're entering into the month of transformation, let our eyes be open to see, Father, Lord, the new things that you are doing, O Lord, my God. As you said in your word, whether you turn to the left or the right you will hear a voice behind you saying that this is the way walk in so father we pray let our ears be open to hear the voice of you speaking at this time oh lord my god we thank you that father that you are the
the vine and we are the branches, oh Lord, my God. And that we can only bear fruit in the name of Jesus Christ. That sovereign Lord, we render our hearts to you, oh Lord, my God. And we say, Father, Lord, that you will use us, oh Lord, my God. That, Father, we thank you for the transformation that was taking place in our lives. That as the lives of the disciples were transformed, Father, Lord, with the encounter of Jesus. We thank you that our lives have been transformed by the encounter of you, oh Lord, my God. That, Father, Lord, as we're giving up to this new month, oh Lord, my God. That prepare us, oh Lord, my God. Let our hearts be renewed, oh Lord, my God. That, Father, will not miss, Father, Lord, what you are doing, oh Lord, my God. That, Father, you said that you're with us to the end of the age, oh Lord, my God. Help us to stand firm in that word that you've given to us, oh Lord. That assurance, oh Lord, my God. That the time is now, Father, Lord. It is our time to manifest. No longer sitting on the fence. He said, run. Go and tell that young man that Jerusalem will be a city without walls. Thank you that limitation, obstacles have been removed from our lives today, Father Lord. That as we come into our presence, oh Lord, my God, that our lives will never remain the same. We pray for everyone whose head has been bowed down. That as they've entered into this place, the heads will be lifted up, oh Lord, my God and my King. That sovereign Lord, we just thank you, oh Lord, my God. That Lord, be thou glorified and praised in Jesus' name. Thank you for enlightening our hearts, Lord Jesus. Thank you because we'll know you better. Thank you for giving us a spirit of wisdom and revelation in Jesus' name. Um, just taking on from Deacon Jason's um, prayer point. I'm going to take my prayer point from Acts chapter 3, verse 7 to verse 9. It says, Taking him by the right hand, he helped him up, and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and began to walk. Then he went to them, went with them into the temple court walking and jumping and praising God when all the people saw him walking and praising God 10 they reckon okay I'm gonna stop there so I want us to pray first of all I want us to thank God for sending his son Jesus that he left the spirit inside of us as a deposit to go out and do God's will then I want us to ask God use me in this season that I may perform miraculous signs and wonders so that people that will witness will start to praise you and a revival will burst forth let's begin to pray father in the mighty name of Jesus we thank you for sending your son Jesus to die for our sins even though we were yet sinners oh Lord Jesus and he left his spirit behind that spirit that turns an ordinary man into a supernatural one father we thank you for the gift of the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit that empowers us the Holy Spirit that changes and moves situations King of Kings we bless your name we thank you for the season that we were in in this season that the the Acts of the Apostles were in it was after the day of Pentecost. You have visited us in the Jesus seminar, oh Lord Jesus. You have endowed us with the Holy Spirit and power, oh Lord Jesus. So now we ask, oh Lord, use me, use us as, as to perform your miraculous signs and wonders, oh Lord Jesus. The generation is of eager expectation to see the sons of God manifest. In this season, I pray that you use me, oh Lord Jesus, that I may manifest, oh Lord Jesus. Perform your miraculous signs. Tell the Lord, perform your miraculous signs through me. We've just been told that God has given us gifts. That gift that's within you. Ask the Lord. Let it begin to manifest. I do not want to be like that fig tree that you cursed. King of kings, help me to manifest. Use me, O Lord Jesus, for your glory so that men will see, O Lord Jesus, so that men will praise the King of kings and the Lord of lords, so that a revival will burst forth in the United Kingdom as you've shown to your servants, O Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. You said, O Lord, that the, the King 
kingdom of God is not just eating and drinking, but of manifestation power. Father in heaven, I pray, O oh Lord, help me to manifest your power. These are the last days, O oh Lord Jesus. You said you will pour out your spirit upon our flesh. Our sons and daughters will prophesy. Our young men will see visions, and our old men will dream dreams. These are the last days, O oh Lord Jesus. Let our sons and daughters begin to prophesy. Let our young men begin to see visions, and our old men begin to dream dreams. Even in this season, raise Daniels amongst us, O oh Lord Jesus. Raise Daniels amongst our children, O oh Lord Jesus. The ones that will not defile themselves, the ones that will perform perform your miraculous signs and wonders through us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Can we turn to Hebrews chapter 4 verses 12 please. It says, For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. And can we turn to Psalm 119 verses 130 please. It says, the unfolding of your word gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. I want us to pray this morning that as the word comes, that every form of darkness will be turned to light. Anywhere where we may have confusion, there will be understanding. And as Apostle preaches, anyone that enters into the sanctuary will meet God every, in any way, in any shape or form that they're trusting him for. Let us pray. Father, Lord, we thank you for your word. For you said the word of God is sharper than any double-edged sword. It divides spirit, Lord Jesus. It divides joints from marrows. We thank you, Lord Jesus, Father, Lord, for your word, Lord Jesus, brings light. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for your word, Lord Jesus, brings understanding to the simple. We pray, Lord, that even as we come before you, Lord Jesus, this morning, we pray for understanding, Lord Jesus, in any form of confusion in our lives. We pray for light in the mighty name of Jesus, any form of darkness in our life. We pray, Lord Jesus, that even as your word comes from your altar, you said in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. We pray, Lord Jesus, that you yourself will come and meet us at our point of needs. We pray in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, that we will encounter you like never before. We pray, Lord Jesus, that you will grant us with understanding, grant us with solutions where we may be struggling. We pray, Lord Jesus, that anyone that comes with a heart that is heavy, with a heart that is burdened, we pray, Lord Jesus, that as we cast our burdens onto you, we pray, Lord Jesus, that you will carry our yoke. You said, Lord Jesus, that your yoke is light, your burden is light. I pray that you will carry our burdens, Lord Jesus, this morning. We bless and we exalt your holy name. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your truth. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for the enlightenment in which we will have, and we thank you for the power in your words. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Praise the Lord this morning. God is good. All the time, he's a month to celebrate. Hallelujah. So I'll just quickly read this psalm as we continue to celebrate in our hearts before the choir comes to lead us in singing. So be prepared and celebrate. Hallelujah. He said, praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heaven. Psalm 150 I'm reading. Praise him for the acts of power. Praise him for his surpassing greatness. Praise him with the sounding of the trumpet. Praise him with a harp and lyre. I suppose some people must have been playing that organ somehow or the band and everything. Praise him with tambourines and dancing. Praise him with the strings and the flute. Praise him with a clash of cymbal. Praise him with a sounding cymbal. 
that's why we should praise God. God has been so good to us. Hallelujah. He's done so much things in our lives. When we are unfaithful, God has been faithful. So you have to praise Him this morning. God has really released a lot of potentials in our lives. God has done so much for our homes. He's done so much for our community. He's done, done so much for our nation. I was thinking about the war-affected area or the war-affected nations. He's done so much for us. And for this reason, we have to praise Him. The last verse says, Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Everything. mind this morning, I want us to read the book of Psalm 24 with our uplifted hands. Amen. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and all that dwell therein. For he had founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart. Who does not lift up his heart toward his faults, nor swear deceitfully? He shall receive blessing from the Lord and vindication from God his Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, O God of Jacob. Selah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the King of glory. Amen. The book of Psalm 145. I will exalt you, my God, the King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. For great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation will commend your works to another. They will tell of your mighty acts. They will speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty. And I will meditate on your wonderful works. They will tell of the power of your awesome works. And I will proclaim your great deeds. They will celebrate your abundant goodness. And joyfully sing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and compassionate. Slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. All you have made will praise you, O Lord. Your saints will extol you. They will tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might, so that all men may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is faithful to all his promises and loving towards all he has made. The Lord upholds all those who fall and lifts up all who are bowed down. 
The eyes of all look to you, and you give them their food at a proper time. You open your hand and satisfy the desires of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways, and loving towards all he has made. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all those who love him, but the wicked he will destroy. My mouth will speak in praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise his holy name forever and ever. Amen.
together. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. I cannot hear your amen. Somebody say amen. Put your hands together for the King of Heaven.
Father, we bless you. You remember the prophecies that God has been giving us in this house concerning the end time. And you remember how God has been teaching us concerning preparing for the return of the Lord Jesus. And I want to remind us that one of the things that the Lord spoke very clearly to us is that in this end time, there will be delusion. The delusion of the devil. You know, when I was seeking God about this meeting and the new month, one of the things the Lord spoke to me, which I will want to share with you, is this. The, the method of the devil in the Garden of Eden is the only method he will use in the end time. What is the method he used in the Garden of Eden? How God created man in his image and gave him authority over all things and put him in the most comfortable place, a paradise on earth. And then God allowed man to exercise the God in him. He says, let's make my now image in the very image of God. He made them. For uh, Genesis chapter 1, 20, 20, 26, 27, 28. And then, in chapter 2, 18, it's not good for man to be alone. I'll make him a suitable helper. And it says, Adam named every beast of the field. So, haven't God done all that for man? Can you imagine... Would you be able to understand why man fell to Satan? In chapter 3, Satan showed up and said, Did God really say, Come on, man. Who is supposed to give instruction? Who is supposed to educate the other? Is it not man? Who not only have God created in his image, but God allowed man to manifest. So that man manifested. And God comes in all the time to man, to have fellowship with man. And then the devil came and said, did God really say? That is fundamental delusion. It is the beginning of the process of entering into a deluded state. So, we recognize in that dialogue of Satan and Eve that Satan started with deception. Alright? Eve made a blunder to consider what the devil said and discuss with the devil. Oh, God did God didn't really say that. God did say that we should eat every plant but and progressive discussion with the devil brought him to a state of delusion. Let me just remind you, as we have gone to the lecture on deception and delusion, remember these pillars I gave you. Delusion is a false belief or judgment about external reality, which is held by a person despite, despite every incontrovertible evidence. To the contrary. 
But also, you remember in his definition, I told you, delusion takes place in human mind. If somebody who has been deluded, you will tell them the truth, but they will argue it. Argue against the truth. And regardless of every evidence you present to them, they cannot see the truth. They will argue it. Because they have been deluded. But at the same time too, I told you this, that deception is different to delusion. Anyone who is deceived can be spoken to and be, be converted. Alright, in discussion. But anyone that is deluded, you don't discuss with because you will waste your life, your time, and your life. Because he cannot be convinced. Alright? But someone who is, who is deceived can easily be convinced. But deception, therefore, is, is a type of or a form of brainwash. Which has its roots in mental of man. And it emanates from the influence on thoughts developed in his spirit through various sources. This is what deception is. A person deceived is deceived by an external element, which could be a man. Of course, it's always from a man or a spirit. A spirit speaking to your mind, trying to get you to do what you ought not to do. And then... Showing you many people who are doing those things, who also go to church. I said to you that you are not the odd man out. You can do that. Alright? I won't give you evidence of people who are doing it. And he set you up. You are deceived. And then you will do those things only to end your life up in regrets. Some people, believers of God, in some deception, you can get out of it. But in some other deception, you will live with it till death. Am I talking to you? But if we look at the two, which means that we can say that deception is a process introduced by Satan to lead a man to delusion. If you cannot be deceived, you cannot be deluded. Because deception, progressive deception, is what leads to delusion. Now I want to say this to you. Everyone here listening to me, you can cast your mind back to your younger age and you will agree with me that there have been some decisions you took because of ego, because you, you don't want to be an odd man out of society, because of complacency, because you just want to be good man before people and be bad before God. And those decisions have landed you in regrets. You will remember. But why are we talking about this today? It's to save you from further regrets. Because this is the end of age. If anybody argues with the fact that this is the end of age, I'm so sorry for you. Over the past four weeks, I've been doing great studies on you know, various things. 
And I found out that Satan had already programmed this world for destruction. Even to the AI. You know the dialogue, the, 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 the dialogue that is going on across the globe about AI now. Because they said they want to make a, an AI God. Am I talking to you? You know, the United Nations, I, I received some communique this week. That United Nations are intending to make law that child, I mean, uh, pedophiles should be allowed. Pedophilia. People who, who have sex with underage. It should be legitimized. All right? And then any kind of sexual immorality should be legitimized because it is just the decision of a person. United Nations. And so, when it is, I told you before that after the LGBT, bestiality will be approved as a way of life and pedophilia. You remember I told you? Come on now, you remember I told you? All right, so now it's on the pipeline and it's been accepted. You will be shocked that it will be inscribed in the law of England very shortly. Already in England, your children or grandchildren at the age of five will be forced to be taught that homosexuality is a right way of life. Really, they have done books for them to teach those kindergarten children, man and man, woman and woman, as parents. No, 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 I thought the whole Christians and Muslims who don't believe in those stuff should have stopped them. But ask why could we not stop them? Why is it that the people who hold those views are the minority in society, but they are the most powerful to change our laws? Listen to me. So if you have these things going on and you profess to be a Christian, and you are ignorant of the fact that the coming of the Lord is at the door. You are being deceived by the devil. This is the time that every Christian must awake, be, 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 be uh, I mean, very alert. I couldn't sleep till 3 a.m. yesterday. And that has been so with me for a few days. Because of the studies that I'm doing. That is studying the present age to understand the machinery that the devil will use against you. It's all what the devil is doing. Do you know why he's doing them? It's not because of the world, it's because of the church of the Lord, the church of God. People who profess, I have accepted Jesus, all right? All what the devil is doing. Is to target you who come to church all the time or who profess you accept Jesus so that he can populate hell and you can be convinced in your heart that you are born again, you are going to heaven when you die, but he knows that you are not because the way you are following is the path that he has set you up to follow. The way you reason is not in line with the mind of Christ, but in line with what he dictates. So that if you die like that, sorry, you can't enter heaven. And you know hell is real. Hell is real. I think in the, the last Sunday of May, when you come together, I'm going to be teaching you on the reality of hell. There's a place called hell. As much as that's not what I want to teach you today, 
I will not go much into that. That's a place called hell. Jesus gave many references about hell. I will together now. And there's a place called heaven. Either people believe it or not. But I want to just today reflect your mind on the weapon of Satan in our days is deception. So that it can bring Christians to delusion. So that there will be no difference between a, a person in the world and a person who goes to church who claims to be born again. But I'll run you through this. Get your writing pad and write. On the delusion, let me probably just um, whet your appetite for five minutes. Remember the things I told you regarding delusion? One, don't deceive yourself. Two, don't deceive others. Three, don't deceive God. Those are the three pillars of life. A man who lives in deception always ends up his life in regrets. Satan will frustrate you. Hmm. The second thing I told you is this. The three things to know about delusion so that you will run away from it. Number one. A deceiver knows he's deceiving others. When a person comes to you to deceive you, he knows he's intending to deceive you. That's why he came to you. Number two, a person deceived may be ignorant of the fact that he's been deceived or may be conscious that he's been deceived and accept it. There are ignorance, but there are people conscious uh, that they have been deceived. And number three, a perpetual life of deception ends up in delusion where there is no more remedy now the dangers of being deluded number one a person deluded has fallen into the trap of the devil you know when an animal falls into a trap it takes somebody else to deliver him when a man is deluded he has fallen to the trap of Satan. You remember always that delusion, deception happened in the mental of man. And understand that Jesus spoke about it, that it comes, it, 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 when he deposits in the heart of man, that person becomes a deluded person. So, number two, a person deluded, or a person deluded, no man can convince them. So you don't waste your time arguing with people who are deluded. And number three, only God's intervention can help such person. So when you meet people who are deluded, you just only need to pray for them. As you are those of you who are going on evangelism, you know, when you get people on evangelism, they want to start argument with you, and you see, you see where they are arguing from, is from an ignorant point of view. Don't convince them. Just say, oh, that's okay bless you if that's what you believe and live because every hour you spend on la- in life you will never regain it till you die one hour minus one hour today is minus one hour or plus one hour uh, close to death 
one day today when today finishes you are minus one day to your dying day imagine somebody who spends two hours in a week in delusion all right and there are 52 weeks in a, in a year so two hours times 52 you have 104 hours of your life gone in delusion oh uh, you've been, been deceived in deception okay so you must recognize that these things are real i will say that to you now let me give you some scriptures that you need to write down this end time and i put this under satanic delusion in the last days first timothy chapter 4 verse 1 these are things that will happen to christians not the world it says that the spirit clearly says that in the latter day times some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons understand the procedure for a person to listen to deceiving spirits he must first abandon the faith what is the faith the faith is the scriptures he must first abandon what the scripture dictates i beg you to listen to me there is a glory that had been prepared there is a manifestation that heaven has sent upon the earth in a thick cloud they came as they formed it is the cloud that brings comfort to some and brings judgment upon others for the wrath of God is hanging over the earth because of the wickedness of man and in a short time I think seven months or probably three months time there will be ripple on earth mark my words and then in seven months time mortal men would know that God is who he claimed he is he does not let the guilty go unpunished so let he that stands stand firm for the wind that is blowing now is of the devil his name is called delusion you will see many more that will challenge your faith you will see many many more philosophers that will test whether you really know the word of god so that some christians in quotes will fall away by the wind and then the judgment will come not the judgment of the white throne judgment but i'm talking like what happened in 21 2020 that killed so many people more shall be slain write my words down this is what the lord spoke to me he's showing me now god wishes that his children will repent so that they will not partaker of the coming rot demons will teach in church in this time and they are doing so many are falling out of faith in christ and they are doing so no and many have been deceived 
But anybody deceived is deceived by demons. It's so simple. That's the reason why the pathway of deception leads to regret, which is a weapon to, to take one to delusion. Number two, Matthew 24, 10, and th- 10 to 13. At that time, many will turn away from the faith. Yes, Lord. And will betray and hate each other at this time. That's when Jesus was talking about the end time. And many false prophets will appear and deceive many people. You are seeing them all over. Pentecostal churches are are the tool Satan is operating through. Now, to deceive people. It's something I will have told you, but I don't think that this is an appropriate uh, um, uh, place for it. I want to talk about church religion, not born again, not Christianity. The churches that have come up and have presented themselves as the church of Christ. But they are counterfeits. But I won't talk about that now. But let me say this to you. Many will come in the name of the Lord. But you have had several phases from 2,000 years Jesus died. But the last phase of that is now Pentecostal movement. Where you have people wake up one day and they call themselves prophet. And that's it. People don't follow them. Because they can, they can do whatever they would do. And then say one vision or stuff. People begin to hail them. But these guys are using talisman in the church. Let me give you. By their fruits. If every message... Every message ends up in an offering. Have you seen Jesus do that before? So who sent that person? Satan. If in a church you have to collect offering four times, five times, who sent them? God may send them, but the devil has taken over them. When you hear that a bishop is sleeping with members of the church, whose messenger is he? Demons. When you hear that everybody that comes to the church needs deliverance, who sent them? Satan. Anywhere where demon, 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 demon is what they preach, they are messengers of Satan because those who God sent talk about the one who sent them. If I'm sent by Jesus, I must tell you about Jesus, not just about Jesus as you read in the scripture, and I must tell you my personal encounter with this, the Jesus. And it has to conform with the scriptures. If all what I teach you is prosperity, I'm a messenger of Satan to help you to go to hell quick. Because the kingdom of God is not just about prosperity, it's about obedience to God. It's about worship of God. It's about holiness before God. But if all the message every day is centered on prosperity, then there's a problem. If I cannot rebuke you when you are going astray, then I am messenger of Satan. If my, my talking to you, I will weigh you, who you are, whether you are prime minister, you come to church, or whether you are governor, you come to church, or whether you are a millionaire, you come to church. If I regard what you are, alright, and treat you different from a person who is a pauper, then I am a messenger of Satan. Because Jesus never looks at anybody's position. At all. And the gospel does not respect your position. 
If you are in a high position in the world, we recognize that and we salute you. But when you come to the house of God, you are not in that position. You are equal to every saint of God. That is the word of living God. Let me tell you, false prophets are many. Miracle workers by divination. Can you imagine when Christians started holding concerts? And you see when they hold a concert, it's not different from the world concert. And you call that God? That is a person called Lucifer. My father used to speak for Lucifer. So, as a son of a mystic, I know him very well. And now I deal with him by the cross of Calvary, exposing his works all over the world, breaking his power over mortal men. And Jesus said, In the last days people will abandon the faith. Are you still in the faith of old? Or have you changed your mind to the faith of now? What is it Christianity is now? Let me help you understand something. If you hold on the faith, you will be a recipient of all promises. Like, quickly, the book of John 14:12. What does it say? It says, If you have faith in me, I tell you the truth. Anyone who has faith in me will what? Come on, let's read together. Now, what about anyone who does not have faith with me? You know what it is. He cannot do what Jesus did. Talk about doing greater. If you abandon that faith, kaput. As a Christian, you can do what Jesus did. What did he do? He healed the sick. He raised the dead. He gave sight to the blind. You can do it. We have seen all those miracles in this day of his new seeds. All the time. But if you abandon the faith, the word of God cannot work on your behalf. Because the word of God can only work in somebody who is in the faith. Am I talking sense? So Pentecostal church is the last, last uh, uh, vehicle the devil wants to use. But he will fail. I say it will fail. I say it will fail. <laughs> Hallelujah. We are about to enter the global revival, the global harvest after the, after the rot of God is harvest. But the harvest will not begin before the rot. We have, COVID-19 is not a problem. It didn't kill many people. It just killed few people. I'm telling you, by what is coming, I beg you to listen to God. Because God will not hear your prayer when He has released it. It's if you are praying after that rot has been released, your prayer cannot be answered. The curtain of prayer has been shut because judgment has been given. And God turns His face away. It does not matter how many millions of people are slaughtered, they go to hell. Many people don't understand that the Bible is so, so straight. The love of God is as deep as the rot of God. Never make God turn his back away from you. It's your choice. Am I talking to you? (laughs) So Jesus said that 
They will abandon the faith and they will betray and hate each other. And many false prophets will appear and deceive many people because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will wax cold. Can you hear that? The love of most will wax cold. But he who stands firm to the end will be saved. Where is your love life with God now? I want you to just answer yourself. If you love God, as the Bible says, or if you are playing church, one leg in, one leg out. Today you are, you are praying to Jesus, tomorrow you are dancing to the devil. You come into the company of the righteous, you leave the company of the righteous, you go into the company of, of the devil. Can that person say that I am born again? Let me give you a few more things. Because I'll be stopping shortly. So therefore, be sure and be convinced today that you are born again. Not that you are coming to church. Those who are born again will not withdraw from church. Those who are born again, the fire of God will burn in them. They know that the house of God is God's house. And they know that the church of God is God's industry. Everything that Jesus said to them, they would do. With fear in them, they serve the Lord God Almighty. They worship Him. They don't compromise their faith. <clears throat> like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and like Daniel. They stand, take their stand, when other people are falling away. Now look at first, Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. To 21. I thought I'd be able to finish these scriptures today, but I cannot because I will stop shortly. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ Jesus, he is a new what? If you are a new Christian, say amen. <laughs> Good news for you. <laughs> Hallelujah. It says you are a new creation. Then it says, the old has gone and the new has come. The King Jesus says that all things are passed away. All things have become new. Come on, come on, come on, come on. But you still have your body when you're born again. But I tell you that your body also has changed. Because the Bible says to you who is born again, from the time you are born again, it says, know ye not that your body is the temple of God. Before you were born again, it was a synagogue temple of demons. Devil controlled our lives, our body. We can just do anything with our body. We can tattoo our body. We can tear our body. We can pierce anywhere to the place that we look morose and harassed. And we look to ourselves. In our, we, we think we are okay by destroying the body. Sleep with anybody like dogs. Because the one who was ruining the body was the devil. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 1 to 3 tells you that. But now when you are born again, it's, not, it's no more. What takes place in you is a renewal of spirit and a dedication of body. And you are given the mind of Christ to be able to sanitize yourself. So that when the devil speaks, you can discern it. You don't pray for that discernment. You got it. It's, in, it's included in salvation package am I talking to you when you are born again you are a new creation a new creature completely a new species completely are we together now 
These are the inheritance of those who are born again. So then, it says, All this is from God, who reconciles us to himself by, through Christ, and gave us the ministry of reconciliation, that God was reconciling the whole world through him, uh, to himself in Christ, not counting men's sins against them. So if you are born again, you can never come under generational curses. It does not exist in the church. All who preach it are liars. 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 Don't follow them. False prophet they are. I am telling you. Because you people don't know what curse is, many of you. When they say curse. When they say curse. My son had a patient who, you know, a white guy, who said to my son two weeks ago that also, that. He hates his son. He said he put a curse on him. He's a white man, English, to so those who are African now. Because when we talk about curse, some of you think that it's African thing. It's not African thing. It's, it's everybody thing. Witches in England, I have prayed for a number of witches in England. White witches who give their life to Jesus. The same thing they do, like Africans do. They directed that to me because my father was a wizard, so there's no problem there. The same wizard in Nigeria is the same wizard in Ethiopia, the same wizard in China, the same wizard in England. Really, the word wizard is not Yoruba language, it is English language. Abi? Am I talking now? Bro, William. He said he put a curse. And he said that the reason why the boy is having misfortune is because he put a curse. And he said something that. I don't want to do that, but I have to do that. So, what does that mean? In himself, a human does not want to do. But what he does not want to do, Satan make him do it. All of us in the world now, when we're in the world, we did the same thing. We just do anything. We don't want to do something, but we find ourselves doing it. Because it's only in Christ that a man can be set free. Am I talking to you? So, your sins are gone. Your father's sins are gone. Your generational sins kaput. So, no one can bring charges against God's elect. Because you are being justified by the blood of Jesus. Some people go and deceive others. Like they, they have to break curses over you. You better tell them to break the one on their head. If a minister tells you that you have curses, have to break it. Tell him, what about your own? Is your father not cursed? Your grandfather? Your, your own generation don't have curses. It's only me. What, has, what, <laughs> what have I done that you didn't do? Lie of the devil. My Bible tells me that God does not count the sins of man. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look at the privilege. I'm saying this privilege so that you, you believers who have abandoned faith, you pick it up today. Everything the Bible has for you is to bless you. It's only Satan who deceives. Okay? All this is from God, reconciling to himself through Christ. Alright? I 
and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. Verse 19, that God was reconciling the whole world to, to him through Christ, not counting this, the men's sins against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. And that's what I'm teaching you today. Be reconciled unto God in your mind. Be reconciled unto God in your mind. Run away from the wrath that is coming. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors. As though God were making his appeal to us. We implore you on Christ's behalf. Be reconciled to God. Christ of Tabernacle. Follow me as I follow Christ. Come on now. I know where I'm going. Follow me there, man. Follow me. As I was standing over there, I was reading some information in the spiritual. That was what I was talking because I said some things away from my message. You are used to that. There is a path that God has set. If you follow it, you will operate like Christ. It is a progression of life. You don't, it doesn't happen immediately. When you get born again and you start to walk, Jesus said, narrow is the path. It does not take husband and wife. The, the way of Jesus does not take husband and wife. That's the reason why when one wants to die, it doesn't take the other one along. When one husband and wife, you love yourself to beat, when the, when, when the maker call for your attention that your work is finished, anywhere you are, you drop off and you are gone. You may be preaching, you may be in the bus. You will not be able to say goodbye to the one you loved. And that time no one determines it. None of us is sure when. It's not by age. It's not by good health. Doctor who said to someone you die in seven days, died, and the person lived. Am I talking to you? This is a serious matter. Christians should not allow Satan to deceive them. Don't. What do you want from the devil? At least, I have told you enough of him. Don't allow the devil to deceive you. Ah. Time is the greatest enemy. So, be reconciled to God, he says. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become what? Say it loud. Say it loud. Say it loud. So, when you get born again, automatically you are made the righteousness of God. Your old rag is taken away. A new garment is being given to you. When you go to church, therefore, you need someone to teach you all what you have then, after being saved, how can you use them? And that's what I'm committed to. I just live for that. If you talk about, if God appears to me and says that, Alfred, do you want to stay or go? I will say, I want to go. I am fed up of this useless world. God made it good. Man messed it up. I've told you this for years. I only live because you must hear the truth. Not just hear the truth. And you live the truth as you see me live the truth. It's blessed all time. The presence of God is so awesome. It's so awesome. When you get close to God, you have encounters. Very, very simple. Heaven is not far. 
And you don't need visa to go there. A twinkle of an eye, you are in the spiritual. All of you can. Because all of you have the eyes of the spirit. But Paul said, I pray that the eyes of your spirit be enlightened. Enlightened by what? By the word. How can you say you are born again? You don't read the Bible every day. Are you telling me? You see a lawyer who doesn't read books or that, a doctor who doesn't study manual anymore. In a short time, he'll be obsolete. He'll be obsolete. Not only doctor. Whatever career you are in the world today. Three years, your career has changed. Even one year. You have to run after it to, to make up. If you are not revising, you will become, you will just stay in one place. The new, those who are just graduated, they will put them over you. So how can you say you are born again, you don't read the Bible? You don't know what the Bible says. You don't know where Genesis is. If, if, they, if they say Habakkuk, you'll be looking at it. Where did they cook? <laughs> we're not talking about Dengon. We're talking about the Bible, man. Obadiah, where is Oba? So there is Oba in the Bible too. <laughs> the Oba Bible, Daya. <laughs> it Daya. <laughs> Amen forevermore. Christians should read the Bible. You should know about heaven. You should know about God. You should know about Jesus. Don't magnify Satan. They are nothing. Jesus said in the book of Luke 10, 18 and 19. Let's read that very quickly. We're going to read together. Very quickly, very quickly. Shall we say? Excuse me. Look at that sign again. Read it as it said. I saw Satan fall. Excuse me. I saw Satan fall. Then the next one says, I, God, has given you power, authority, to work on the devil and to destroy the work. Hey, can you, can you give me King James in that verse? Shall we read King James together? He's our king in England. Let's read him. He says, and... No, I mean in verse 19. Who is in that place? Verse 19. Shall we read it? Behold. Serpent. Uh, oh! And then? So why are you afraid of it? Curse. If anybody open their dirty mouth and put any devil in their lips and curse you, if God spared them, God will allow them to live. Because God has said, whoever curses you, I will curse. That is their, their end. Yoruba people used to say, shall I say it? <laughs> I'm going to Bumajo in, in, uh, in June to do crusade. I will be free from all of you English. I cannot do my... my I have so much... You know, pumping inside me. I can't empty here. This is what he said. He said, You must say, He just carried you from Bataibu. You understand me? All of you, how many are here? Raise your hand. Tell me what I've just said. I said, He just carried you from Bataibu. You understand Let me interpret it to la foi. You know, when I got to Jebula and I was doing crusade, the person I was interpreting, when I speak English, you interpret, but what she's saying is not what I'm saying. 
I say, comfort ye my people. And he said, comfort ye in your mini. <laughs> I said, comfort ye my people. Is it comfort ye in your mini? <laughs> it's just like that. So, when, when, when was, she was not really cutting up, I just said, please, stop interpreter to wait first. I'm real Yoruba. I started speaking Yoruba. All the witch doctors. Huh? So when I saw that, uh, and you know, in that crusade, all of them came with the Asherah pole with Shaki and all stuff to my crusade. They must be blind. They didn't ask Satan before they came. None of them went back with the Shaki. All the pole fell to the ground. When I started speaking Yoruba, I now turned to the language that they speak and go beyond them. So that they would know where I came from. I can't go for the table. Let me tell you this. Can I explain it in English? <laughs> no, no, no. Listen to me. Okay, okay, okay. What about this? You understand me? <laughs> Excuse me. Now, this is this is what I can do for you English guys. Now, listen to me. You know, in England, we have snakes, isn't it? But our snakes, you can pick them up. Because they're not poisonous. Isn't it? If you pick up snake in England, those green snake, you know, that just, you know, pass around, they're, they're poisonous. And then you went to Africa, and you saw, <laughs> you saw, you saw a laconda, or you saw a cobra, or you saw uh, this snake, you know, when it's going, in this tail, it has some, some rings, rattlesnake. Oh, you say, what a beautiful snake. What a beautiful sound. Hey, it looks good. It looks good. It looks good. And you touch it. Before they carry you from Lagos to the airport, you will not reach London. The venom will just, it, it goes to the heart instantly. Through a ball, boom, to the heart. Boom, you're gone. So are Christians to demons. So are Christians to the devil. The Bible says God warned kings concerning them, saying what? Touch not my anointed one. But the fact is, are you anointed by God? Are you born again at all? Do you just come to church and go? There is a heritage. He says no weapon for the against you will prosper. Every tongue that rises against you in judgment shall be condemned. This is the heritage of those who fear the Lord, not those who go to church. And the vindication from me says the Lord. Those of you that go with me to to Obomo you will see. You come and tell stories. Just make sure you carry your camera. Well, your mobile phone now is camera. Record it and send it to, to them in London. Don't you understand something? Where you are born again, you are a new person. You are called children of God. All angels of God are at your disposal. So I will obey that God so that I can maintain myself in the kingdom. That's what we're saying. I will not listen to deception of the world. You have so much power available to you. I was in a place, they said that they, they, they have put something in the ground so that I can't power. Who put something in the ground? Useless people. 
They called themselves a call. I said, okay, that's the ground I want to pass. Oh, they called me. Someone said, one of them said to me, my, my, one of my missions, he said, I went to his shrine when I came in, thinking I'll meet him there. When I got there, he was not there. And the demons went to tell him that somebody has entered the shrine in this in forest. He came angry, chanting, chanting, chanting. His eyes were red like that. When he got to us, he said, who entered my shrine? Who entered my shrine? I said, I'm the one. Oh, they introduced me to him. You know, I was in, you know, when I go to Africa, I don't wear a suit. Because even if you wear a suit, the heat of Africa will unsuit you. <laughs> so, <laughs> I have to dress with the, you know, the other. So, and then I said, I'm the one. He looked at me like this tiny guy. Okay. He looked, <laughs> he stared in my eyes. <laughs> he said, why did you tell me? And I stared into his eyes. I said, because I didn't know that you are not there. A stranger wants to come and visit you. Then he went back. He said, let me go and prepare myself as a man. And I will call you in. And I said, I understand. I came from that background. He went. Prepared all the place. Put voodoo. This is Togo. And this is Klologo in Togo. The most dangerous tribe and city of Togo. I was looking at Grand Basam on the news within this week. There's another one in Grand Basam. So he did all voodoo. We enter. He came to call us. Okay, now I'm ready for you. Three hours. Okay, let's go, guys. One of them was uh, one of our members who was a new convert, English boy. He was just taking photographs of idols. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is just good craft. I said, you don't know what you are saying. This is not craft. <laughs> that, that thing you are seeing is real devil. <laughs> he said, take photograph. I said, if a demon passed, just taking photograph. He was just taking the photograph. He was touching the idols. You know, because he doesn't know that these idols are... He just said that they are carvings. I said, the carvings? <laughs> so, when we got in there, I asked him, where is the seat you prepared for us? The man was sitting in a little stool, but his feet and his bombs were floating in the air. Two hours. It took him two hours to get his God. Two hours to reach his own uh, spiritual realm. Full of evil. Full of demons. But I'm sure that the demons that are sensible, they won't answer him. Because they know who is coming. Am I talking to you? So we all came in. My, my folks were, were, were surprised. Oh, what? This is levitation? He said, it's not levitation. <laughs> this is... Devotation. This man <laughs> that you are seeing there. Tell us. I said, you can, that's the place you should see. And I went, we sat, we sat there. He put devils there, he put demons there, put juju, voodoo, everything. We sat on it. When he brought out his idol, he said, He cannot talk to me until his idol, he sticks to his idol. He took the idol, which is the gatekeeper. We call it Amona. Spoke, 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 put the idol down. Bam! And an angel of the Lord will kick the idol, invisible foot. You see the idol roll up like a football and on his back. And I was looking at him. He took the idol again. He made incantation, 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 incantation. That's what Satan gave them. Boom on the ground. Look, before our eyes, after the idol had been put on the ground and is now seated, a leg will kick it like a football. It will roll. And then on his back, not on his belly. 
The third time, he began to shake. He dropped from his height to the floor. He pleaded for his life. He said to, he said to them, tell the apostle that my God said he's a man of peace. I said, tell him that for the first time in the life of your God, he just spoke the truth. <laughs> Let me tell you, is it by anointing? I won't do all those things. No! They that know their God shall be strong. They shall do what? Exploits. Know your God. That's what I'm telling you. Know your God. If you are born again, you are born, you are bought with the highest price. The blood of God was shed so that you and I can escape from the wrath to come and from the wrath that is and enter into the kingdom we now raised by Christ above dominion of Satan. And you, you have such privilege for nothing and then you go and mix with the world. Come on, kick, shut the door of the world. Have to stop. Yes, I passed my time. I have to stop here today. But you know what I'm telling you? Salvation is a total package. And those of you who have been born again, please don't let the devil deceive you. Number one, warning to you do not love the world because Satan controls the world. 1 John 2, 15-17. Go and write, write it down. Say, do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. So you cannot be born again and love the world. You lose salvation. Number two. So if the love of the Father is not in you, the devil got you. Number two. What are the things in the world? So they say, don't love the things in the world. 1 John 2, 16-17 For everything in the world, the cravings of sinful man, the loss of his eyes, and the boasting of what he has and does, the, and, and does comes not from the Father, but from the world. Alright? Ego, pride, I am this, I am that. It's all in the world. The world and its desire pass away, but the man who does the will of God live forever. Number three, do not conform to the pattern of this world. Romans 12, 2. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Let me tell you something. You are in the church. God bless you. But you, you just only come to Sunday and God is blessing you. Don't you know that if you add one more day, you will get better blessing? <laughs> it's also Sunday you come. It's, you, are, you are like the medicine that they gave me when I was a young boy. They call it Sunday, Sunday. Every Sunday they give us. We call it Sunday, Sunday. Only for me to get to England, they said it's aspirin. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday tablet. Don't you understand that? If the, 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 the little way you are serving God, God is blessing you. Don't you understand that? If you're now serving, what about better than little? Eh? Take God everywhere you go. 
Number four, which is the last. So if you don't conform to the pattern of the world, you'll be able to test. And something will not happen to you suddenly. You will know before they happen. That's what it is telling you. And you can know why what is happening to you too. Now finally, offer your body to Christ. Not to the world. A Christian must not do tattoo. It originated. Well, you know, not only England do tattoo. In Abulefo, those who are prophetess, virgin girls, who are prophetess of Oguignon, we tattoo them. How many Abulefo people are here? Ah, hey, she said, go and get me them. <laughs> you know what I said? I said, you haven't worked at all. Evangelism team. I will not let you rest until you convert somebody and he tell you that he's from Abulefo. Are we in agreement? Come on, all of you. You didn't answer me. Okay, I answer yes for you. <laughs> you don't want me to catch you by your words. So, tattoo in England, people don't know. They came from idol worshipping. It's in Deuteronomy. They came from Baal. We call it Ogrignon in, in Abulefo. They call it some other things in other places. That's why the Bible says, that shall not tattoo your body. That shall not practice medium. It says it's an abomination before the Lord. For God's mercy to remain, your body must be a living sacrifice. You know, it says in view of God's mercy, offer your bodies as living sacrifice. Can you see? That's why they tell you, if you go to a church where women are opening their breasts out, they wear certain stuff like this, or their back is always open. I'm telling you, you are just going to waste your time there. And you Christian too, if you if in church you cover your body, outside you uncover your body, uh uh-uh, uh you will be you'll be you'll be you'll be you'll be you'll be long there. Yes? I want to say something I can't I don't know what to say in English. Huh? If you want to see in English, if you want to if you want to wait and see when crab will sleep. You will, you will be, you will wait, saute, <laughs> or you wait long by the swamp, and you will not see when crab will sleep. You won't see it. Because if you do those things, the demons that introduce those things will afflict you. My prayer or your prayer cannot break that path, that suffering they will bring to you. Because the women who open their breasts, and their back and nakedness are shrine girls of Lucifer in witchcraft. If you don't know it, I permit you. Go to the witchcraft shop in St. Paul's. Some of you go to Stonehenge, where we have gone to go. What's the name of the village we went to check in Stonehenge? Um, where is the Kines, uh, uh, um Okay, okay. It's in Sunday school. I sent some of you to go and meet them in, 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 in that village. White people selling, selling shogu. Eh? Glasshombri. Thank you. Go to Glasshombri and you'll find witches. There are shops all over the place of witchcraft. I tell them, my apostle said that, um, you know, you ha- you are, there are spirits you people serve that go to the world and make women to strip naked. Is that true? He will tell you. He will tell you. All this fashion you are seeing all over the world. Ah! Believe me when I talk to you. You haven't seen what I have seen. 
You see some people walking on the streets and demons all over pulling like And you just look at them and pass them. Am I telling you? Because anybody you answer to will rule over you. Why the Bible says, present your body unto Christ. So that Christ can rule over you. So that Holy Spirit can live inside you. Now when you present your body to the devil, Satan will live inside you. He will live inside you. Why should you, when God didn't give you trouble, why should you go and buy trouble with your own money? God bless you with money to cover your body, to, to look sensible and, and, and at least reasonable before human beings. You, you, you went to use the money to go and buy all stuff. You listen to Satan, Satan will mess you up. Oh, it's a good fashion. It's a fashion. The world is a, you are not born to fashion. You, are, you can't see demons. You can't see angels. You can't cast out devil. You can't lay hands on the sick. And then you are looking for fashion. All the ones that are available for you, you didn't look for them. You are going to look for trouble that God delivered you from. Then when you are afflicted, hey, Pastor, I'm dying. Okay. <laughs> a, a member called me one day and said that, Pastor, ah, Pastor William, if you don't come to my house tonight, I'll be dead before morning. I said, hey, you woke me up at 3 a.m. I said, I'm already dead. Now, and I'm going back to die now. You want to die? Die is better. I say you it's better you die than for, for you to be talking to me. When I die, as I go to bed, if God is merciful to wake me up tomorrow, I will come and raise your own dead body. This time is for me to sleep. <laughs> you don't scare me with death. And what did you carry? Whose load do you take? Did you take that they are looking for you? Whose luggage is in your luggage? Why should you take people, other luggages of, uh, of demons and devils and pack it along with your portmanteau? Then they will follow you. <laughs> they will follow you. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> oh my. Come on now. So it says, For everything in the world, the cravings of sinful nature, loss of the eyes, your eyes, the boast of, boasting of, of what he has and does, and all these things come from the devil. And then he says, Do not conform any longer the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. God pleasing and perfect will, and offer your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Shall we rise up together? I want to pray with you. Strike your... Father... We thank you for the sacrifice of your son. We thank you for the privilege of you. We thank you for resources that you have put in your sins. I can see. For the creation waits with eager expectation for the sons of God to be revealed. I pray for every soul again as I prayed for them yesterday night or in the midnight before you veils be removed
under my voice that you extend your hand of mercy to everyone Lord you came in here on Friday into yesterday morning and I saw you take away limits and broke barriers so I say Lord if there be anyone under my voice across the globe that the enemy has limited their lives that people have stood to set a barrier or limits for them that it cannot go beyond I command the limit to be taken out in the name of Jesus I said barrier be broken I said barrier be broken every way that mortal man has limited you you are free in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth Souls, be free in the name of Jesus. Demons that manipulate human mind. The Bible says the strangers shall be weary. They will run out of their hibernation. You rebellious spirit against God. I command you to be weary. I command you to be weary. Run out in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. 
You spirit that argue with the spirit of the Most High, that dwell in the heart of man, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Every demon assigned to bad habits that draw people into bad habits all the time. They repent today, they go back tomorrow. They repent today. Be free in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I call you back into the commonwealth of your God. I pray for your sins. As we have been made righteousness of God, you said be holy as your heavenly father is holy. Power from the most high. Power from the most high. Power from the most high. Receiving the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Eyes be enlightened. Heart be open. The spirit of wisdom and knowledge of Christ. Receiving the name of Jesus. The spirit of the fear of God and counsel. Receiving the name of Jesus. Jesus broke every chain. Shackles. Chains be broken. Sickness out of human body. I speak to your organs. Be healed in the name of Jesus. I speak to your body. Be healed in the name of Jesus. High blood pressure disappear. Diabetes. You are healed in the name of Jesus. Brand new kidney receive. New heart receive. New lung receive. I speak to the metal in the bone. Vanish in the name of Jesus. Bone for bones be healed. Bones for bones be healed. Every pain in the bones, I cast it to die in the name of Jesus. It was for freedom that Christ has set us free. No longer. No longer. To be subject to yoke of slavery. And so every yoke of slavery, I break and destroy in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Because of the love of God for you, everyone under my voice across the globe, you will not be consumed. I call you back into the bosom of your father. Even our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. You will enjoy the life of God to the fullest. You are going to a new month. This new month shall be a month of grace for you. Abundant grace shall be poured over you. The things that you have been waiting for. Expectation of the righteous will not be cut off. You will receive it at the rising of the sun. In the month of May. The month of May shall be a record month for you. Your joy shall be fulfilled in the month of May. You will see the hand of God of blessing upon your life. Upon your family, upon your children, upon the works of your hand. I speak in the name of the one who lives forever and ever. Even Jesus, the son of the most high God. That in this new month, as you are going into the new month, the Lord will open your eyes to see. He will change your dreams. Those of you who have nightmares, no more nightmares. You will enter into the realm of revelation. Your heart and mind shall be soaked with the desire to know your God. And Satan will not be able to kill it from you. So shall it be. Everything that heaven had given to you shall be manifest. And those that have manifested, the devil will not rob it. The Lord will protect you and guide you and keep you. The Lord will make his kindness to shine upon you. And he will give you rest. So shall it be unto you. 
And so it is. Every marriage that Satan has attempted to destroy, I rebuke you, messenger of Satan, out of that marriage. I command the marriage bed to be made holy. The spirit of adultery, I rebuke you and cast you out. I speak healing to every marriage. Thank you, King of Heaven, because you have heard. And we have answered us as we ask in Jesus' holy name. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Put your hands together for the King of Heaven. Hallelujah. 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 Wow. I want to congratulate you today. If you have just made a decision for the Lord, let me tell you, you are welcome to the paradise of God. And those of you who have been, you know, in and out, and you have made decision today that you will ever stay with the Lord, no more going out. May the Lord strengthen you. I want to say to you that it is a good thing to serve God. Everything the Bible says is true for all believers. We are all anointed equally. No man on earth has a higher anointing. I've told you that all the time. You know, it is what you do with the unction of God. That is your level of faith that you can build, which comes by relationship with Jesus. That is what determines the level of exploits you can do. Nobody on earth is more anointed. And I think I can say that as an apostle of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, having seen the Lord Jesus several times, having been taken to heaven in numberless times, having seen miracles across the line of miracle to dead bodies rising in this house i am telling you if anybody tells you that some people are more anointed they miss it we all have the same and that's what the bible says but it is faith in the name of jesus that brings about manifestation but that faith comes through relationship with god am i talking to you so understand this everything jesus did you can do greater than that you can do because jesus is gone to the father and i challenge you that your faith in the lord as you go into the month of may make a decision that you are going to really do this commit yourself to ceaseless fellowship with god all what god puts inside you will be revealed and the month of may for you will be month of grace god bless you please be seated yes before we take the offering today I would like to welcome those who are watching with us for the first time, and I want ushers to get themselves ready. I hope you have done. If you are watching in this sanctuary for the first time, please lift up your hands. Where you are. Please, can you rise up, please? We want to welcome you. You are very welcome. Anyone? You are very welcome to Christ with Tabernacle. The, the pack that you are given, I think uh, you haven't given the pack to the people in the front here. Ushers, be very sweet. Please come forward and give them the pack. You must be very swift, ushers, when it comes to, you know, attending to visitors. <coughs> Thank you so much for coming. I'm sure you have been blessed. Can I just say that um, 
The pack you are given is not a pack to ask you to join CFT. Because if you are visiting us from uh, any other Bible-believing church, we encourage you to be faithful to God in that church. Unless if the church you are going is not a Bible-believing church. <coughs> but there is a form there. Fill the form and we will appreciate that you drop that with us before you go. But the rest of the materials is to bless you. And may Lord strengthen and bless you. Today is a great day for several reasons. We have so many weddings. Um, anniversary, beginning from the, the beginning anniversary. Those who, are, who, are, who just wedded. <coughs> it's the beginning anniversary. They haven't done anniversary yet, but they are celebrating it now. The zero anniversary. That is the beginning. You know, the pastor said, one of the pastors who was preaching said that, you know, in every education, you graduate before they give you a certificate. But in marriage, they give you a certificate when you start. So, what they have graduated you, <laughs> you are starting. I think the, the, the reason for that is that, of course, you now owe an obligation to make sure that you get to the end of it. <laughs> so, and we have some people who also are celebrating their birthdays and uh, baby dedication and wedding Thanksgiving. Um, I will call them at the time. Can I just call um, Pastor Elizabeth to come and take our friend today? Please, Pastor Elizabeth. Good morning, everybody. Oh my gosh, who's that morning that was so loud? Thank you. Are you not like rejuvenated from the message today? Like, mate, I'm going into next week with a different mindset. The power is already in us. Amen. So good morning, everybody. Better. Let's speak like those that have been fed because we are full. Amen. I'm going to read from the book of Psalm 107. As you all know, what is so special about this last Sunday of the month, it is our Thanksgiving. It's a time to give all honor and thanks to God for he has been good. So it's not just the people who are seated here who have their very special Thanksgivings, but all of us throughout the duration of this month have encountered God in some kind of way, no matter how small that way could have been. So I'm going to give us some time to prepare our offering as I read from the book of Psalm 107, and I read from verse 1. It says, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Let the redeemed, are you a redeemed of the Lord? Tell their story. Those he has redeemed from the hand of the foe. And we learn on Friday that Jesus himself prayed for us to be protected and he has redeemed us from the hand of the foe verse 3 says those he gathered from the lands from east west from north and south some wandered in desert wastelands finding no way to a city where they could settle some of us have been through this experience some were hungry and thirsty and their lives ebbed away but verse 6 says they cried out to the Lord in their trouble and he delivered them from their distress how many times this month have we cried out unto the Lord for salvation and he's actually saved us 
It says in verse 7, he led them by a straight way to a city where they could settle. Like for those of us that just got married, you've entered into a place of settlement now. For those of us that are even already married or not married, God has settled us in so many different ways. It says, let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing, that means he's never failed, his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for mankind. For he satisfies the thirsty and he fills the hungry with good things we're going to read skip through because I could read all of it and we can meditate on it but I'm going to go through to verse 20 it said he sent out his word and it healed them the word has healed me this morning it healed me on Friday when I found out that Jesus himself prayed for me I was like that's legit like God is amazing you had me in your contemplation before I was even formed in my mother's womb and it says in verse um, that same verse 20 he rescued us from the day many of us were close to death but God infused life in us so verse 21 says let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for mankind and verse 22 reads let them sacrifice thank offerings and tell of his works and songs of joy this thanksgiving service is not just another thanksgiving service I hope the scripture has inspired and empowered us we're not just packaging our offering as a tick box exercise but we're meditating on the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living so I'm sure we've all had a chance to prepare what we're going to give as we can see on the board if you are able to you can give your offering today or your tithes by this sort code and bank account number but if you are giving via the envelope taxpayers will use the blue envelope non-taxpayers will use the green envelope I really want us to meditate as we rise and think about what we're bringing to the Lord today let's please rise and I will give us a few minutes don't worry Jesus we thank you for the opportunity that you've given us once again to bring all that you have blessed us with to your throne Lord we just read of the great things that you continually do for us day in day out you have been an ever present help in times of need you have been our sustenance you have been faithful to us oh Lord Jesus even when we didn't deserve it or we didn't ask for it you were the one that sent rain upon the works of our hands so that we would have abundance oh Lord Jesus we pray father out of the abundance you've given us that many more will be blessed in the mighty name of Jesus and we pray Father Lord for those who are looking up to you for the opportunity to give that Lord you will meet their desire with manifestation in the mighty name of Jesus that they too will get their jobs in the mighty name of Jesus we praise you O Lord and we bring everything in our hands and our hearts to you with thanksgiving this morning in Jesus mighty name we have prayed Amen
your holy offering brought by your holy people. Let your holy fire come down from heaven and consume this holy sacrifice. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we have prayed. Amen. Please be seated. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Can I have some help here, please? Wow. It's Thanksgiving Sunday. And it's summertime. Yes. I didn't get a very good big yes on that one. Doesn't it feel like summer already? It doesn't feel like summer already. Well, it's always summertime for me. Praise the Lord. Okay, is it spring then? It's spring. As long as I can see the sun out, it's summer. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That's a very special Sunday because those of us that were born in the month of April were special people. You know that, don't you? You know that, don't you? And those who got married in the month of April, they're special people. Ah, Apostle got married. Ah. You're quiet. Praise the Lord. Those who were born as well in the month of April, those who did anything. Actually, your month is a very special month. Whatever month you're born, because you're very special people. Hallelujah. Well, Today, especially, please fasten your seatbelts because it's Thanksgiving Sunday. We did say bring on your dancing shoes. If you don't have the dancing shoes on, well, okay, just take off the heels. It would enable you to dance. But first off, we'd like to very warmly, warmly, very warmly welcome, very warmly welcome the jewels in the crown and the morning star as they give us a special presentation to honor our Father and the Mother and the Lord. Let's welcome the morning star and the jewels in the crown. Praise the Lord. Come on, we can do better than that. We can warmly welcome them. They need to hurry up because you don't want to listen to any of my dry jokes this afternoon. Praise the Lord. Let's keep clapping until we, find, we see all of them up. The jewels in the crown and the morning star. Please stay. Wait, 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 wait. Just wait, 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 wait. Sorry. Keep clapping, keep clapping, keep clapping. Keep clapping. Keep clapping. You know, I was, uh, I, was, uh, I was telling myself that it's never too late to learn. I shared this actually with the church at, at Bethesda a few weeks ago, that I, I think I need to go and learn the keyboard. I want to compete with Dick and OJ. Now I've, now I've put it out there, I need to start. It doesn't take long. Just put one hour each day. And in five years' time, I'll be an expert. Praise the Lord. 
Well, there are some of us who it comes naturally. Actually, I am confident that the minute I put my hands, my fingers on that organ and the keyboard, you know, we just flow. Because it's in the blood. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Someone is wondering what's going on. <laughs> well, the reality, the reality is that when I was meant to have learned the organ, I was told to learn the notes. And I could not, I mean, believe it or not, I grew up with an organ in the house listening to every morning but when he came to play in the organ I was told I needed to learn the theory of music and that was the end <laughs> it wasn't written in Hausa language either praise the Lord Oh, you're wondering what language. Apostle was speaking in dialects the other time, so I am allowed to speak some as well. Especially given the fact that, you know, the the, the jewels in the crown are still kind of like... So they're encouraging me. I don't like talking. You know that, don't you? I mean, the only reason I'm talking right now is because I don't want you to be bored. You know? I mean, it would be it would be unfair. It would be wrong for me to just keep you watching there. You put a lot of pressure on them because they'll be rushing around and trying to say we're keeping everyone waiting. But whilst you're listening listening to my stories, whether or not you enjoy it, just smile and pretend. Let's welcome the jewels in the crowd. First time I'm seeing flowers uprooted.
Let's appreciate mommy. It's got to be perfect.
wants to do the... Praise the Lord. These children have actually made my day. And for that, parents of these wonderful children that have uh, really played on this instrument today, and the children themselves, they are going out with me for a nice dinner. Hallelujah. And I want parents to choose, or the children to choose where they want to go. We would have used the Hall of Mirrors, but I want you to get out of this area. Just go choose a posh place in the, in the city. Then we are going to go for a nice meal. That's just the way. So thank God, and also to do something wonderful for you and your parents, and your instructor as well. Amen. Amen. Um, please put my name down on the list of hey someone introduced them didn't they praise the Lord well we'll have a very quick video clip now just a, a, a video clip so please sit back for a few minutes and the video clip is about Apostle and Mommy Omar celebrating two things together. Golden anniversary of their meeting and the 40th year since they've been married. So, on one day we're doing both the ruby and the golden. Praise the Lord. So you've got gold and ruby joined together. It's unique. It's very, very unique that you'd have a situation. I mean, I did say I don't like talking. So let's stick to that introduction. Let's keep it simple. Go on.
normal duty every year that we sing to our household and we will sing this song in in Yoruba the English version says we are never never weary of the grand old song we are never never weary of the grand old song put it in English if you can so that all my English brothers and sisters can understand what I'm singing in some strange language. All right, now I will follow my wife because she is the keyboard, and I will follow. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, that was the abbreviated version. Wish it could have gone on longer. And the camera's caught Pastor Lizzie and uh, Dickin Samuel having a bit of a, a quick joke somewhere in the face. Well, there was one thing I was glad about. On an annual basis, Mommy and Daddy would always sing their normal anthem. And I was getting a bit concerned that they want to get out of it this year. If someone had played the whole thing, then that means they would have gotten out of it this year. So because that was only an abbreviated version, we'll still get a live performance this year, yes? Do we want to hear the live one? Wow, yes. Yeah. So sometime in the course of today, we'll listen to the live one. But meanwhile, 
please welcome with me as we get ready for the Thanksgiving celebration today, our Father and the Lord, Apostle A.T.B. Williams. Pulpit, please. yesterday and the girl refused to grow up it's just like yesterday we met I don't what I don't know what mommy is doing that uh, she didn't change all these years for 50 years she looks like the same maybe she has done something to my eyes Amen. Well, you are very welcome today. This is a very wonderful day. We are having Thanksgiving for all who have their birthdays this month. And there is the 25th wedding anniversary, Brother David and Sister Adebisi Odutan. Where are they? Wow. Then... 10th wedding anniversary, Dickensia and Sister Rebecca David. Okay, that the back there. All right, Brother Jaf, Jafur, Jafaru and Sister Rosemary Aldu. Wow, their 10th year anniversary. And the latest husband and wife in town. No, let me call their senior first. I will call your senior first before I call you. They are the semi-latest. Because you are the senior to them. Brother Omeba, Frank, and sister Tudu Lope, and Briggs. Stand up and let's see the, the face of the beautiful bride. Turn your face to the church. Let them see that you are gone. Can you imagine? Please be seated. And then the latest husband and wife, Brother Oluat Tobi Loba, Sister Ife of Bafemi. Mr. and Mrs. Ifetubi. Hallelujah. <laughs> you are very welcome. And then we have for 40th birthday anniversary, Brother Olubenga Adenubi. Where is he? Wow. And also another 40th birthday, Dickness Mary Idaosa. My, my, my. She came all the way from Nigerian headquarters to come and do her 40th birthday in the general headquarters. I hope those of you from New Cross, you already have got a complaint to say. Well, and then, of course, we have 
the baby dedication and also 40th wedding anniversary for Apostle and Reverend Omar Williams. I want to jagunshaju wonwa bawatinja wonso for some things that we do and the legacy must continue because the Lord will call us home at his own time and we will go but when we go we have seen five generations down line in CFT that can carry on the legacy and I want to say to you that the Lord God who has blessed both of us you saw both of us as kids isn't it the way we looked is it the way we look now no, <laughs> something has happened by God. And that God who had kept us through all the odds of life and brought us to where we are today in global agenda, He will keep you. He will raise you. You will, you will sit in the office of kings and nobles. And the mercy and glory of heaven will be yours. So we thank God as we go into our... our Thanksgiving now, I will say that those who are the special Thanksgiving will come forward and you leave a space for me there in the middle and all of you who are born in April, you march gloriously forward and we will, we will do our Thanksgiving that way. So those of you in the front please, can you go let me, let me first do this please, um, I, before you go um, I appreciate the parents of um, uh, the Bricks, uh, who are with us, and the grandmother as well. I see Mama seated there. Let's put our hands together for, for Mama. And of course, um, Brother uh, um, Obafemi, I can see the prince of Obafemi. Please. And also the parents of um, Sister Ife. Yes, you are very, very welcome. You are very, very welcome. You know, we, we, we met together on Friday, isn't it? 
evangelist yes yes you are very very welcome and all the friends and family that have come for these angels of god please if you are a friend and family to the boat please and missus can we wave our hands please you are very very welcome you are waving your hand sister you are who i'm talking about those who came to visit them anyway you are you are a family isn't it we are very glad that you came and we hope you have been blessed so please you will go it's our culture here that all of you beautiful angels behind them we will go forward and they will be in the front you will you will be at their back and you will dance the dance i saw you dance in the reception i want to see more dance here now because if you don't here i'm going to take you on <laughs> so we'll go we'll go to the back with them please let's let's rise up with the with the candidates i will go to the back mama you can join them here mama can sit down here and join you The rest of us, let's go and just dance with them. Baby dedication, yes, I announce the Gloria Sapphire. You let the baby come to the front. You are the reason. sing for them now i want to see your dance please if you are the are the if you are along the aisle you must make sure that the dance you dance on that day of your celebration you dance it today all right now you can go you are the reason why i lift my hands why i lift my voice why Why? 
sing a song that uh, sister um, Ife likes a lot. Can I have some? Thank the, you. The, the second husband, the first one, <laughs> and wife.
in a month. So for those of you who are worshipping with us for the first time, today is the last Sunday. We thank God and you will thank God and praise God into the new month. Yeah. Hallelujah. So that is for mommy because that is her dialect. But for me now. But don't you want to dance with me? Yeah. I knew this girl 50 years ago. I thank God that none of us died before CFT was born. Because if we have died, this church will not be, you will not know the person standing beside you. I thank God for several things. The regions of the world the Lord has taken us. You saw the photographs from Himalayas Mountain to visit the churches of Himalayas. All Hindus got born again. And this church is the first church on earth that built a church on the Himalayas mountain. It is a great history because in, in India, it is, it is no Indian man can buy land in that place. Because the tribes that live there are all Hindus. And they don't have land. It's just settlements. You go to higher mountain settlements. But God saved one Indian man. And he gave his house for Christ with Tabernacle's church to start. And then he gave the land. 
So it is the first church ever built. And you guys built it from this place. I tell you, where God had taken us through over 40 years, if we give testimony, you will not live here. My wife has been involved in about nine crashes or so. Plane crashes. That the plane broke into two one of them. The plane ex- burst into fire on the air. And yet she didn't die. You know, today is not a day to talk about it. So when you see me dance, dance, you better don't let your leg be, be looking. When I dance, you dance. Hallelujah.
Arabian. what heaven will look like when everyone will sing in human dialects and the same song of worship to the living God. The company of saints in heaven is so great. It is so great. God had permitted me to step in their midst a few times. And one of the times I was there, when the time was up for me to come back, I began to wrestle with the angel that I don't want to leave this place. And it was a big wrestle. Uh, but the Lord had to tell me this, that you must go. Your time is not up. This is a foretaste of what you do on earth. 
And so I want to encourage every one of you to keep on with the Lord. Shall we just pray? Oh, thank you, Father, because you are God. If we have 10,000 tongues, they are not enough to praise you. Everyone here have a testimony. Lord, as much as we cannot sing in everyone's language, but you are the God who created languages and you hear everybody distinct. Lord, what a variety you have to blend your excellence. We thank you, Lord, for all the testimonies of these people. Everyone have testimonies. And we thank you because we can separate this day to just bless you. Thank you for those who have just been wedded. The Spirit of the Most High, the God whom we serve, even in this house, and the God of your parents, who is the one that would serve together in His excellence, even our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. May His Spirit abide with you throughout your journey in life. May the Lord strengthen you and prosper you. May the Lord strengthen you and prosper you. Is anybody who is wedded? This journey you have started, the one who appeared unto me and who made covenant with me, even the one whose name is Yahweh, he will keep you through your journey. As God did not permit any power to overcome me, He will not permit any power to overcome you. Your mind, husband and wife, will be bonded in unity. Infiltration that comes from the world will not be able to overpower you. You will grow in wisdom and knowledge and insights. And you will be fruitful. You will multiply. You will live to see your children's children. Lord, this is a new angel sent to this world. Father, anoint this child in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. I speak unto your life. When you get to the age of reasoning, you will choose the Lord Jesus. The word of God will prosper in your life. I left your name up there. But I see a persistent woman before the Lord. Upon whom the spirit of Hannah comes. And the Lord will anoint your lips. As you grow into the age within three and five. The wisdom with which we grow and which we display will be astonishing to men. And the sign of a prophetic will be upon you. Your mouth will be the pen of ready writer. Through you, cities that are devastated will be restored. And the gospel of Christ will be in your lips. You will speak about the life of people that you have not known. By the Spirit of God, you will speak into the troubled waters, and they shall be calm. And I speak peace, therefore, to the home where you are born. That the power of the Most High will overshadow you, even from this hour, and your parents, that no power will be able to infiltrate them. 
God will grant your parents the knowledge of the Spirit and the wisdom of the Spirit to raise you in the place you should be. And God will bring provision to them. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father Lord, I pray for these people whose marriage is 25 years. The Lord who has sustained you till now will sustain you throughout your life. He will grant you the spirits of unity and peace will rule in this house. The covenant God made with me shall be fulfilled in this house. Your children all shall be mighty in the land. And you will live to see your children's children. Father, and this is another marriage. Ten. Ten is the number of government. Anoint you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. I speak in the name of the Lord that the Lord who has sustained you through these ten years, He will be your pillar to the end of life. You will never have any cause to think about your wedding day and regret it. In the areas that you are not bonded, the Spirit of the Most High will bring you back together. In the area of understanding of one another, you will increase. In the area of wealth, you will increase. The strength of heaven shall rest upon you. And the glory of the Father will not depart from you. Your children shall be mighty in the land. And you will live to see your children's children. I pray for all marriages, Lord. Everything you need to make for your marriage to fulfill the covenant of God concerning the marriage. So that you become the praise of the earth. I ask that Holy Spirit should endow upon you. You will succeed in everything you lay your hands on. And tenth marriage too. Lord, thank you so much for your son and your daughter. Anoint you in the name of your Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. The wild wind of this world will never blow you off. The Lord will cause you to fulfill all covenant that He had made concerning marriage. Peace shall be your border. The storms of life shall not overwhelm you. The Lord will raise a standard against the storms of the evil one. What your intentions are shall be fulfilled. And the power of the Spirit of God that brought you thus far will see you through to the end of your life. Your children shall be mighty in the land and you will see your children's children. Everything that you need to make this house the praise of the earth, I ask heaven to endow upon you. Lord, I pray for those who celebrate their birthdays. 40. Anoint you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Anoint you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. All what God has written concerning you, that you have not fulfilled or entered into in the past 40 years, I call them into memory. And I speak doors to open for you. In this new year, the early and the latter rain shall fall upon you. 40 is the number of transition. Because when Moses was 40, he was trained 40 years as a king. The next 40 years as a shepherd. And the next 40 years to fulfill destiny. I say to you, you transit into glory in this body. Things that you have been stretching and you cannot get. But God has ordained them as a promise. I call them into manifestation. The heavens will open over you and rain down his blessing. 
May the God of heaven, who lives forever and ever, open the book of remembrance concerning you today. Amen. Grant you long life and prosperity. Amen. And bless you and bless the family that you have come from. Amen. The Lord will bless you and bless the fruit of your womb. Amen. You will be exceedingly fruitful. Amen. And you will succeed in everything Amen. concerning life. Amen. God, divine power, has given everything we need for life and godliness. As we increase in the material world, you will increase in the spiritual. The Lord bless you with sound mind. Father, I pray for everyone who is standing here, either for their birthdays or they are standing as uh, for those who are celebrating. May God open a book of remembrance concerning you. It is written, the Lord Almighty has has spoken, surely as I punish, shall be as I purpose it will stand. The plans and purposes of God for you shall stand. You cannot be frustrated. The Holy Spirit will be your guide into the fulfillment of the path God has set before you. The Lord will remember His covenant concerning you and He will fulfill it. I come against untimely death. You will live your full lifespan. And when your days are over, you will see Christ before you see death. May the power of the Most High sustain you. May the King of Heaven support you. Assist you in everything that you endeavor. And yours will be a delightful land. So I pray for your son and your daughter, Apostle Williams, Reverend Omar. On this their 40th anniversary, one thing I ask you, that which you reveal to your son, for the nations of the earth, beginning from this nation, Lord, bring it to fulfillment. If we have 10,000 tongues, then I do not to praise you, because you have been too kind to us. You have done everything that we could have asked for. And so we only thank you. And we ask you for your people, your sins. And when that day will come, and you will bring to pass that which you have revealed to me, where you appeared to me in 1984. Lord, every need will be met, I know. The nation shall turn to Christ, I know. The powers of Satan will, will vanish in the life of many. That is our request, O oh God, today. That you bring this to pass now. You expedite action, O oh God, now. So that your name can be exalted. Above all, sustain us and our offspring until the last day. That we who preach the word will not become a castaway. Everything that you have put inside us, bring them to manifestation. So that humanity may know you the only true God. Thank you for good health. Thank you for long life. Thank you for prosperity. Thank you for fulfilling your covenant with the righteous over our households. We bless and glorify your holy name. This is the holy offering that is brought by holy people. Let your holy fire come down from heaven and consume this holy sacrifice. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are prayed. Amen and amen and amen.
We thank God for today. Praise the Lord. I have this song in my heart. I want to use to glorify the name of the Lord. I just sing one of the songs. I don't know whether I know any, anywhere, anyhow I sing it. Just accept and worship God with me. Before, uh, before the song, oh, I'm still breathless. <laughs> I've danced my, my body out. Before the song, there's something that I've mentioned in my sermon, but it seems it has not clicked. If you have the opportunity to come forward to uh, celebrate with people that are doing Thanksgiving, the way it is normally done, you must also bring a thanks offering. I'm not using it to raise an offering. Please get this right. This church is blessed. We don't owe nobody. And we don't raise funds. But the way it's done in the Bible, the scriptures is what I'm telling you now. Because some of us are just growing in this age and we do what we like. When you come to the church, if your friend invites you to any church, not this church, if they invite you to any church and they say, come and celebrate with us, celebrating these people, you are also celebrating yourself. You must bring something small, no matter how small. Not small, something good. No, no, something good. Let, let, let me just explain this so they can understand. You will see me when I come forward to, to, to celebrate with others. I have to bring my own thanksgiving. We are not using it to raise offering. It's in the Bible. And I've shown it to you in the scripture. I'm looking at everybody that has come to do something. We are celebrating. Since they brought offering, you also must bring your own special offering. As their prayer is answered, then your prayers are answered. There are even some things that you don't think about. It's just going to be happening. Amen? So let us know this. Because I, I, I keep on saying it in the sermon. But now you have heard it. And you keep on use, releasing it to many other people. That you not know. Amen. Amen. But this song, I have it in mind. I've been singing it all days you know, before, my, uh, thanks, uh, before my celebration. Thanks and thine forever, God of love. Hear us from thy throne above. And amen, amen. I think I need to tell you, projector, that it's not photograph you should have put here. It is dying forever you should have put there. Because my photograph is not dying forever. Please shall we rise up together as you bring our meeting to a close. Amen. All right, please be seated just for five minutes. Pastor wants to give you some announcements. And then Praise the Lord. Close. Praise the Lord. I had to rescue my announcements very quickly. Although I have a, I have a, I'll have a chat with the choir afterwards. I felt that my song or anything from my dialect was not sung today. Alright, let's stop there. Next time you won't forget. Praise the Lord. 
Praise the Lord. Are you kind of like looking at me wondering what's going on? Well, very, very quickly, please note that today at Home Group, we're still looking into the Gospels, into the, sorry, into the letters of the Epistles. God's electric power cooperation, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, and Colossians. We're still looking into that and exploring in our home groups, why did Apostle Paul write these letters or these epistles to those churches? Deliberate upon it in the home groups, and that's at your different home groups at 7 p.m. today. 9 p.m. will be online, Breaking Bread. 9 p.m. online, we'll be on Zoom, we'll break bread, and please prepare to do that. We'll pray for, I need to see it for one hour. And tomorrow evening, 8 p.m., what's happening? Victory night, because the month of May, 1st, 2nd, 3rd, Victory Nights will be here at 8 p.m. on a daily basis. As Apostle will always remind us, if you want to hear God, you need to be here. If you want to speak to God, then you can join us online. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So please, please, please note 8 p.m. tomorrow. We know it's bank holiday, but that's the reason why we get here even a bit earlier. Because we have more time. We've not gone to work. We'll have the whole day. Well, for those who are not, not going to work, um, because I, I'm mindful that a few of us may well be working tomorrow. But please note that we've got um, victory night. First, second, third, each night, 8 p.m. here. And on the third, which is Wednesday, we'll also be breaking bread uh, at the end. And as you know, in Christ with Tabernacle, anything happens. On Friday, those who were here know that Apostle just was led by the Lord to just start anointing. I don't know what would happen over the first, second, third. Not promising anything, but you need to be here to find out for yourself. Praise the Lord. Finally, because my long list of announcements is shortened today. PVM, Prophetic Voice Ministers, retreat is taking place in, um, in Birmingham Metropole, 24th to the 27th of July 2023. Please, that's the QR code. You've got only a few more days to please register, but it's important as well to note that if you want, if you have certain requests like having a single room and you want a single room, the earlier you do that, the better, because of course it will be first come, first served. And it's important you're there um, because I know it says prophetic voice ministers, but you are a minister because you speak to everything concerning your life and your situation. So please plan to be there. I did say finally, didn't I? No, I didn't mean it. <laughs> no, I just remembered as well that we had a few weeks ago, we had a, we had a, 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 a seminar on career development and a number of people had their photographs. Um, portraits being professionally taken please look out in your inboxes in the course of the next few days you should be receiving it at the same time look out in your inboxes over the next few days all the materials that we were that was shared with us the the, the the slides and presentation slides should find their way into your inbox of course you need to check it and check your junk mail as well just in case it's hidden in there somewhere. But wait till Wednesday before you start chasing. And the Lord bless you richly. I'd like to invite our Father in the Lord, sir. Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor. Can I just say that on behalf of my wife and family, we want to say a very big thank you to every one of you. Um, we live for you. If not for you, we have no essence for life. And the Lord will continue to, to bless you. And as you continue to commit yourself to His service, He will fulfill destiny.
I want to say a very big thank you for especially those who have been with us for 30, from 36 years. Just after we got married, we have leaders here who have been with us from 36 years of our, of our lives and others who have joined even to the person who have just joined today. May the Lord make your life beautiful. Shall we rise up together, please? I want us to read the Lord's Prayer together with gratitude, shall we? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is thy kingdom, thy power and thy glory, forever and ever. Amen. Could we stretch our hands forward before the Lord? Let me speak the blessings of God upon you. May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May God, may the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May the Lord God send you help from his sanctuary. In this month of May that you are going into, the Lord will grant you support from his Zion. May God remember all your sacrifice in life and all your labor and accept your bond offerings from you. May the Lord give you all the desires of your heart and make all your plans succeed. And we will shout for joy when we are victorious and you will be victorious in every battle. And we lift up our banner in the name of our God. May the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, may he open a book of remembrance concerning you. Let me hear your amen, Lyle. And may the God of Bethel, who appeared unto Abraham and to Jacob at Bethel, may he give you insight to the realm of the Spirit and change your dreams to revelations. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are prayed. Amen. Shall we read together Hebrews 13, 20 and 21? Now, may the God of peace that brought again from the dead, our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make us perfect in every good work to do his will, working in us that which is well pleasing in his sight. Through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Second Corinthians thirteen fourteen, read it to somebody. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you now. And to yourself, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Can I say this before we sing a closing hymn? If you miss the anointing service on Friday, don't miss the victory night. Because the Lord gave me an instruction during that period to anoint you for a purpose, lifting limits and breaking barriers. And we already have testimonies from that time that we, we, we went into the obedience of that. So, Tomorrow, make sure you are here for the victory night. Shall we sing together now? That shall be a of blessing. It will fall in your house.
our confession. God bless you and please be seated. And the ushers will lead you out row by row. But I think there's a cake for me there to cut. I will cut the cake and if you are still around.